Hey, hey, you're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. If this is your first time uh, pressing play on an episode, I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been rolling with me for a while, welcome back, sis. Welcome back. You know, y'all, I could not resist recording right now because it is raining. And one of the things that I love about rain is that it is very, very soothing for me personally. And it's not a coincidence that today I want to talk a little bit more about self-soothing. I literally was not going to record this podcast episode right now. Um, It's actually pretty early in the day for me. And I'm doing my um, just, I guess let's just call it inner work time. But as soon as it started raining, I said I cannot resist this opportunity. So (laughs) if I'm in a very kind of chill state that's exactly why the sound of rain is very soothing for me so um you know usually well first of all again the topic today is self-soothing i want to talk a little bit very briefly about that because we are again approaching the holidays or we're, we're pretty much thrust or betwixt the holidays right now and um I know that this is a very stressful time for us. It is a very stressful time for some of us, I should say, not everyone, Um, especially for us as black women. It it can be a very stressful time for various reasons, ones that we've talked about quite a bit on the show over the last couple of years. Um, So I want to just dive a little deeper into that in case you're having a little bit of, uh, of a challenge in maybe feeling like you're in control of your emotional state or you just feel like like you know you're going into the danger zone I guess if you have to travel for the holidays and visit family that you know really if you wanted to be completely honest you did not want to visit with or be in the presence of but sometimes that in itself is a a hurdle that you aren't necessarily in a place to tackle for whatever reason, you know, sometimes it, it takes stages to make changes that you want to see in, in your life. So um, sometimes it's not just an easy, simple like, oh, we'll just stop seeing those people as magical as that sounds. And as, um, you know, I guess I don't even know just how it sounds to be able to say, well, I cut those people off or whatever. You know how that kind of sounds or whatever. Sometimes that's just not always the case. Let's just keep it real. Sometimes our circumstances don't, for whatever reason, and there's no judgment in this, for whatever reason, sometimes our circumstances or even just how we feel, our emotions are all over the place. So we really can't quite make a decision or we're afraid to do what is 100% best for us. So we really, during those times, if nothing else, need to feel more in control at minimum of our just how we feel about ourselves how we feel like with our emotions and and things like that so that's why I want to talk about this um but usually before I start the episode I do talk about um what I did for self-care in the last few days or that month or whatever and you know I am struggling with something new to come up with I really don't know um you know, I've talked about some of the, uh, the things I've been doing for the last few months. I'm going to say today that just me allowing myself to record today, right now, with the rain falling 
is what I'm doing as a form of self-care for today. So that's my thing. Just the sounds of rain. That That's self-care for me. So as we dive into this episode, I want to give you an invitation to slow down. Allow yourself to normally breathe. Drop your shoulders. Take those full, deep cleansing breaths. You know, in and out and not feel like you are tight and constricted. Um, sip your tea, get some coffee, light a candle. You know what I'm saying? All of those are self-care, okay? So I just want to invite you to do that as we dive into this short little episode. So, <clears throat> excuse me, self-regulation, self-soothing, those kind of things. There's, you know, first of all, I want to say, I want to make this very clear that I am not an expert in this subject. I What I share on the podcast is really just my thoughts, my opinions, things I've noticed, things I've learned personally in regards to self-care and my journey and working with other black women and, and things of that nature, okay? As always, you are the best advocate for yourself. Some things that I say will fully resonate. Other things may kind of spark ideas that make more sense for you. So obviously, just take all this with you know, the understanding that I'm not the expert of your life. You are the expert of your life and, and how you feel and what you think is worth listening to and, and exploring. Okay. So self-soothing, self-regulation. Um, I don't know if it was this year or last year. I will probably need to go and check, but I did do an episode on the podcast in regards to having a self-care, kind of like a self-care toolkit or a self-care toolbox or something along those lines. I would highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode because it's pretty much in the same spirit of what I'm going to be talking about today. My understanding of self-regulation as far as what it apply, how I apply it for me is, or self-soothing, I should say. You can, I, I'm pretty sure you can use more or less those terms pretty interchangeably, is really about me just coming to this place or this understanding that I am in control of my body. I know how I want to feel. I want to be able to, at minimum, be a safer space within my own body, especially during times where, you know, maybe I have a flashback to something that was very traumatic or having a conversation with someone, you know, might trigger me in such a way. Um, You know, things of that nature. Or just when I'm just feeling like, out of sorts and I I might be struggling with a, a specific emotion say maybe like grief or fear or um, I don't know anxiety around a certain situation just things like that so when it comes to self-soothing I knew uh, that I needed to have some things in my quote-unquote toolbox or toolkit Um, or self-care kit, if that makes better sense, that were going to help bring me back to a sense of safety again uh, within myself, within myself. Um, Just like we want our homes to be a space of uh, uh, feelings of security and safety, or at least that's something that I am really actively doing doing my best to, to, I guess, build in my own home because again there's not only me but I have a daughter and like I've been saying for a while it's like when we leave the house of course the world can definitely be an amazing and beautiful and vibrant place 
Um, and I think that more often than not, that's what we want to obviously see and feel. But there are times where, again, triggers, traumas, even just life in general, or people just being boneheads, right? There are going to be times where the world just does not, of course, feel safe, uh, especially for people of color, especially specifically for black people, and especially who I'm speaking to directly, black women. Um, so if nothing else, I really tried to make my home a space where my daughter and I feel safe, feel accepted, feel loved, feel supported, feel um, where everything doesn't have to be like, do, 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 go, 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 do all the things, hurry up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just want this place. I'm, I'm trying to foster a sense of just balance and harmony and and love and and rest and ease and, and that kind of thing. But just like we want that feeling in our homes and we're actively seeking ways to just kind of have that sense of peace within our homes on a regular basis, I feel like it's it also starts within ourselves, our inner selves, our inner selves. We have to find ways to feel safe just within our bodies. Does that make sense? And again, this this is like an, it's not necessarily an outside job. There are ways that we can feel supported within, you know what I mean? Just making sure that you have the right people around you or in your circle or just things like that, obviously. But that's, those aren't necessarily things that we can always control. And I know that we can't control every single thing in life because you can't. And once I really started to understand and release that need to try to control everything and don't don't get it twisted I still have my times <laughs> I still have my moments lord knows I am a work in progress okay I'm not perfect obviously but the more I understood and realized that man I cannot control everything there's like a sense of surrender yeah when you just you, you unclench your hands and, and say or and drop your shoulders and say man this isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I expected. But you know, it's okay because I cannot be responsible for everything. I cannot control everything. Everything cannot be perfectly orchestrated and coordinated to go exactly how I planned it. And so once I started allowing more of that type of talk in, you know, as we do the inner healing and things like that, the more I was able to just oh sis release a little bit more and let go a little bit more and surrender a little bit more and 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 just al allow things to just be with the understanding that again I can't control everything right so what I can have more say in what I can have more autonomy in is the things within myself the things that I do um, that help me to feel however it is I want to feel or the things that I do when I'm feeling some kind of way that I may not necessarily want to feel. Um, but just knowing that I have everything that I need within me to do some self-regulation here, okay? And self-regulation and self-soothing doesn't mean magically that, for example, if you're in a place of grieving right now, which a lot of us are grieving in one way or another, okay? Things are heavy for some of us right now. Self-soothing does not mean that if you're dealing with something that 
is on a level 10 and then you do some self-soothing exercises or practices for the day doesn't mean that that grief is not going to still be on a level 10 or a level 9. You know what I mean? The grief is still most likely going to be there. It takes time to process certain emotions and sometimes that that thing it doesn't just go away even after some time has gone past right but the way that we I guess uh, uh, respond to that feeling can change the way we feel about that thing can change over time so self but self-soothing is not like okay I'm feeling like this and magically now it's gonna feel like this to me that is a another way that we try to control Okay, sometimes you just got to let those feelings do feel those feelings. You got to feel those feelings. There's no way to necessarily like just hop, skip and jump as much as (laughs) listen, as much as I would definitely like to do that. As much as I would definitely love to do that sometimes, even if it isn't necessarily the healthiest thing. Sometimes you just want to hop, skip and jump over those feelings, over those moods, over those, you know, whatever emotions. And I just don't think that that's always the right way. There, I, I just don't feel like that's 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 at the at the end of the day going to be the healthiest thing for us to do. Again, I'm not speaking as a therapist, right? But this is just my personal opinion, and I can tell you that the more I go into this self care journey, like things that I am learning and uncovering and exploring. Over time, like I may even do another episode like a year from now and just kind of readdress some things that I've said in the past because, you know, my understanding of self-care and the science of self-care and, and you know, just things like that, it, it, it's, um, it's growing, it's changing, it's evolving. So um, the more that I heal, the more that I learn, the more that I explore, the more that I share with you, um, the more that I evolve. So same for you as well. So let's talk a little bit again about that toolkit and self-regulation. Now there's different, or um, self-soothing, there's different ways to self-soothe. And again, as I mentioned, really for me, it's about just making sure that if that if nothing else, I feel safer within my body. I feel um, just, I don't know, just, just, I I can just kind of tap into what I have on the inside and then the self-soothing will help me just to explore that more in a safer way, if that makes sense. So things that you can do for self-soothing, I talked about this before, but I'll talk about it a little bit again. Having a self-care toolkit or a self-care kit is going to be clutch. If you don't have a self-care kit, sis, I recommend that you, you start to build one sooner than later sooner than later. And you can always add to your self-care kit. Uh, There's not this, you know, rigid, like you have to have these things by this specific date. It's not that at all. Just like we're always evolving. So can your self-care kit could be based on the season. Like right now we're in what winter and winter is a time of like definitely slowing down, which is something that I am doing right now. And I've talked about it before. I am in slow down mode, like big time, big time. And for me, that looks like like a part of my self-soothing looks like um, doing 90 minutes minimum of stillness on average per day. Do I hit that number every single day? Mm, probably not. 
I would say that I have though for the last whatever, maybe 90% of the time. And um, it is definitely helping me on a much larger scale than, you know, doing five minutes here, five minutes there. Your mileage may vary. I'm not telling you how to do it, when to do it, anything like that. Five minutes may be perfect for you. Keep in mind, again, that we're dealing with different backgrounds. We're, we're, we're dealing with different feelings. We're different people. Okay, so you have to kind of see what works for you. But self-soothing definitely for me includes right now doing 90 minutes of stillness time every single day. Um, so again, it's evolving. Okay, now I wish I had a quote unquote self-care kit to offer you that would be a good, good kind of like starting place. Um, and in that kit might be like uh, affirmation cards and a candle and um, maybe even a nice sweater or, or sweatshirt or just something that you can wrap around yourself like a robe or a blanket. Those are all definitely some things that I would have in my self-soothing kit. Uh, but again, different seasons, right? So you can look at it that way. You might have a, a winter and a winter and spring kind of like self-soothe kit versus a um what is it? What's it called? Summer and um excuse me, a yeah, excuse me, a spring and summer. <laughs> I'm getting my seasons mixed up. A spring and summer toolkit versus a winter and fall toolkit. Does that make sense? And it might have slightly different things based on that type of season or it could be like a little season like um just like where you are right now in your life and what you are um engaged in and and what has been happening over the last few weeks few months etc you can look at the season like that too so that self-care kit is definitely going to constantly be evolving and changing as you continue to evolve and change does that make sense so in a self-care kit, or let's get back to like self, self-soothing, um, I would say at minimum, at minimum, what you can do is start with your five senses. What are the five senses? Um, sight, <laughs> sound, oh my gosh, taste, smell, and touch. Did I get that right? Touch, taste, smell, sight, and sound. Yes, I think I got them all. I believe those are all the five senses, if I'm not mistaken. So, excuse me, it would be awesome to have um, some things that you can do for self-regulation. Just just falling within that scope of those five things would definitely definitely help you kind of like round out your kit. So think, think of things that will help you to feel safer within, okay? in your life. So for, let's see, for smell, maybe it's a candle, okay, that grounds you. Maybe it's, um, trying to think of things that smell really good. Maybe it's a lotion that grounds you, okay, that allows you just to be in the moment as you inhale it. Maybe it's a specific um, essential oil that you absolutely love that when you smell it, it just brings you back to this feeling of calm and safety and, 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 um, love, you know what I mean? Maybe it's, um, thinking of other things for smell. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, washing your hair with a specific shampoo, right? But just thinking of specific smells that really resonate with you, I would put something like that 
in your toolkit. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. When it comes to, um, what's another one? Uh, Touch. Again, maybe it's having a specific sweater that you love to wear because it feels really good on your body. Maybe it's a blanket. Maybe it is you going and getting a massage um, as often as you possibly can. Touch is very, very important. It has been scientific. It's like it's a scientific fact. Like touch is so important when it comes to just us as human beings. And if you're single, and I've talked about this before because I'm single, you sis, get your massages. Absolutely. Um, what else would I have in my toolkit for touch? Um, maybe it's getting hugs from your partner on a regular basis and letting them know, hey, babe, I really need some extra um, touch and support. Like, don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Like, if you're in a relationship, I, I want you to feel comfortable being like being able to ask that person for what you need. Like that, your person, I feel like definitely should be a safe space for you. Okay. Um, let's see. Sound. Maybe it is having a playlist that always helps you feel safe and grounded or happy, like whatever it is, again, that you are looking to feel 
in this current season. Maybe it's a variety of things. Maybe you have a playlist for just feeling safe and secure. Maybe you have a, a playlist also that is just to like get you hype and happy and joyful. You know what I mean? It's okay to have multiple playlists. Um, something else for for else blah, something else for sound. I know I said a candle before, but did you know that they have candles with wood wicks that actually make a crackling sound? So those are the candles I've been. Well, I have a, a healthy mix, but more often than not, I end up putting on my candle with the wood wick, especially in the morning time when it's really quiet because I can hear that crackle of the flame. And it just sounds so delicious. <laughs> it really does. I know that delicious probably sounds like a really weird, weird word when it comes to describing the sound of a candle. Um, but that's a double for me because not only do I get the smell, um, which is very soothing, very grounding, but I also get that crackling sound with that wood wick specifically. Um, you can get those type of candles in a lot of places. The one specifically line um, that I have really just gone hard for over the last few months is um, the Target line. I believe it's called Threshold. And they have this one candle, again, with the wood wick. It's about $11. It's an eight ounce candle. And this is not a plug by any stretch, okay? I'm not a, a Target affiliate. I'm just telling you what I use in case you were wondering. Um, but it's the Coconut and Honey. I believe that's the name. Coconut and Honey. It has like a, a, a medium gray label. Um, so I use that one. I love the way that smells. I love the way that sounds. And then recently from that exact same line, I stumbled upon, it's like a mango and actually the candles right here. Let's see. It's mango and it's red amber. Oh, why did I say mango? Not mango at all. My bad. It's red. Oh, it is red mango and amber. <laughs> red am red mango and amber. That's another candle that I uh, light very regularly, again, with the wood wick. It's only like 11 bucks from Target. So if you're in a budget and you're like, I know I love candles, but I don't want to spend all the money on just candles, then maybe that's a good place to start um, in case you have a Target next to you, you want to check those out. So again, listening to the sound of that crackle. Um, when I do my quiet time, sometimes to help me get grounded, excuse me, I specifically will listen for five to 10 different sounds. And that really helps me to slow down time because maybe it's just me, I don't know, but you, I, I would definitely highly recommend you try this and see when I'm specifically looking for sounds or listening, excuse me, <laughs> for sounds, nothing else matters. Like I really get in tuned with my body I really get in tune with my um, ears or my 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 hearing and other things kind of just fall away, if that makes sense. And so usually, and it could take a little time depending on what time I do my stillness time, but usually what I end up hearing is like the birds chirping, I hear my fan going, I hear cars driving by, um, I might hear someone talking outside. I might hear an airplane flying overhead, I might hear a siren driving down the street, but it's not necessarily the sound that matters to me so much as me purposely trying to identify five to 10 different sounds. Once you kind of get caught up in that, it's a very grounding experience and it's able to help me slow my body down, slow my thoughts down um, and kind of tap into where I am 
and and what's going on internally okay uh what else for sounds again we talked about the playlist maybe in your meditation listening for different sounds within your home or outside the crackling of a candle so those are three that i can think of off the top of my head um even like oh for example you know i was going to the beach and stuff that's another one if you're able to go to the beach listening to ocean waves that is very grounding okay um so what do we do we've done sound and touch I think so far I probably should have written this out but I didn't so I'm going off the cuff I may not even cover all of them um, but that's something that you can put in your toolkit what else for sight maybe it is a picture of you in your toolkit a picture of a loved one in your toolkit uh, maybe it's a specific book that every time you read it or you just whatever you see quotes or words of information or inspiration that make you feel really really grounded and amazing so maybe it's a book maybe for sight it is um I'm trying to think of what else again i'm going back to the candle something about that candle it just hits on different points even just sitting there and watching the flame makes me feel some kind of way um maybe it is um a postcard maybe it's you watching a specific show on tv that brings you joy just what kind of things can you identify with your site that you can put in your toolkit that are going to help you come to this place of feeling more grounded and i would do the same with all the others too like taste maybe in your toolkit you have um a specific tea that you're like man every time i drink this tea it's like boom i just feel so safe so secure so warm and fuzzy so whatever you know what i mean maybe it's a specific tea maybe it's a specific treat that you like like a specific chocolate candy in your box that when you eat it it just makes you feel so ooey gooey you know what i mean so i want you to again think about those things when it comes to what you can put into your toolkit for sight sound touch smell and whatever the other one is because i can't remember it <laughs> I'm so sorry. Again, I'm just going here with no notes because I just wanted to record right now while it was raining. So my bad. But you know what the sound, what the what the senses are. I would definitely start putting that toolkit together in case you have not, so that you can again allow yourself to just feel more grounded and safe within your own body, no matter what's going on externally or around you. Now, what I'm not saying, and please hear me, if you're in a space where you are feeling physically violated physically uh you know like abused or that kind of thing i'm not talking about that at all whatsoever you know what i mean so please please do what makes sense for you okay please do what is gonna keep you safe please do what is going to you know not have you feeling like you're i don't know like you're not worthy of being safe and 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 secure okay but that toolkit, I believe, and, and learning how to self-soothe or will go a long way. Um, also, one thing that I didn't talk about that also really helps me is just moving my body. Moving my body is huge. So moving your body, it really does something for me where it helps me just to, again, feel grounded and safe within myself. Sometimes it can look like just dance putting on some music and just dancing it out 
and I cannot dance. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm sorry. I cannot dance like that, but I don't care. I will put on a nice playlist and I will just feel that music in my body and I will just dance it out. You can do that with walking. You can you can do like walking meditations. Okay, please please do not discount the power of getting outside and moving your body and taking that walk. Okay? That is a huge and free way to self-soothe. Um another thing, one and I kind of talked about this before, my journey with should I try yoga? Should I not try yoga? Should I do this? Should I do that? I've had to come to a place where I I I have just kind of changed some of my views on yoga Um, and that's not necessarily what this conversation that we're having right now is about but I do know that when I do the specific yin y-i-n yoga which at least based on how I understand it is more with slowing down connecting with your body slower poses deeper poses like that helps to ground me in myself in my body in my spirit tremendously um, so I, I love that your mileage may vary, but there's something about actively moving your body that goes a very long way. Um, self-soothing. I'm trying to think of some other ways that I do. Um, something else that I do when I'm meditating is I hug myself. I hug myself. I hug myself. I hug myself. Um, this also helps me to feel safe. It helps me to feel grounded. It helps me to feel loved and supported. And it's coming from me. Does that make sense? It, it's coming from me. So when I get into that place, and I've talked about when I get into that ooey gooey space when I'm doing my stillness time, uh, sometimes my inner child is just like, I, so the way to feel supported right now is I just need, I just need a hug. I just need a hug. And so I will take that time and just sit with myself and I'll hug and I'll also rock my body at the same time. And that is so, so soothing for me just to be able to rock. Like imagine like you are just getting the best hug from your grandmother if you've ever had that experience and it was a good one. Or just imagine what that would be like. I have never had that experience, but I can imagine having a good old hug from my, grand, like a, from my grandmother or my grandfather and just resting in her bosom and just being rocked in such a way you know what i mean i'm sure there's no no other feeling like that and so that's when i'm self-soothing that's kind of like what i what i envision as i'm doing that not necessarily the quote-unquote grandmother part necessarily but just that you know brie you're safe here i love you and i'm hugging you and and i'm just holding you kind of thing and i just do the I just do the mama rock. Y'all know what the mama rock is or the grandmama rock is. <laughs> I don't have to explain it. You know what I'm talking about. So that's another way that I self-soothe. Um, trying to think of what else, some other ways of self-soothing. That, I, I mean, I know that there are a variety of ways to self-soothe. I just wanted to give you a few right off the cuff that I do on a pretty regular basis. Um because when it, at the end of the day and, and I hate that word <laughs> or I hate that I hate that saying at the end of the day for some reason it really just irks my soul but when it's all said and done <laughs> how about that when it's all said and done what it boils down to is again just that safety that every every person that's listening to the the sound of my voice deserves to feel 
Again, we may not always be able to get that safety from outside and external sources. As much as I would love to say that people are always going to be a safe space for us, that isn't necessarily always the case. Sometimes people don't have the capacity to be that for you, okay, when you need it. Sometimes they will never have that capacity to do that for you. And so if we're waiting for others to to kind of come to us and be that for us, my hope is that in most cases we'll get that. But sometimes that's not always available to us. And again, we can't control what people do. We're not in control of what happens beyond the four walls of our home. Okay? Life is just kind of like you get what you get when you get out there and you just do the best that you can. You do the best that you can to thrive. You do the best that you can to bloom. You do the best that you can to live joyously and abundantly. There's just, and keep in mind, there's so many things that are countering the work that we're doing. Okay. There are so many things that are countering the work that we are doing every day. And so that's why, I mean, self-care is so important. Self-care is like showering, right? Got to do it often got to do it often to get get the effects that we we deserve and that we need. So, um again, outside is not always going to give us what what it what we wanted to give. It's even more so important these days to to get that inner soothing that we're all capable of. And if again, you need help with that, it makes sense to work with a therapist. It makes sense to work with um for example, a coach or a life coach or a self-care coach or speak to your doctor about it. You know, if you have a trusted resource. Um, but being able to do that for ourselves is just so powerful. It's so powerful because that's something that can never honestly be taken away from us. When you learn these these skills, when you learn these these tips, when you learn these these experiences um, and, and you're and you are entering the space where you're feeling more in control again of of like your emotions and how you process them and how you don't shy away from them but you allow yourself to feel them like whatever the processes are that you're working on right now when you add that self-soothing to the mix like it's just a it's very empowering it's very empowering um Another reason why I personally love self-soothing, um, and I'm not sure if I mentioned this, is because when it comes to dealing with the outside world, like I don't want to give my power away. We have so many trolls out there, uh, racist trolls, ignorant trolls, um, just all kind of trolls. There's, and there's just so much going on outside in the quote-unquote real world that when I wasn't self-soothing, I was setting myself up for self-sabotage all the time when it came to dealing with people, when it came to dealing with narcissists, when it came to tolerating um, abuse. And that's what I was doing. I'm not saying that that's what you're doing necessarily. Again, your mileage may vary, but speaking specifically about me, um, at different parts of my life when I experienced abuse, some of that abuse I tolerated out of fear. Um, that this person was going to leave me if I didn't just go with the flow. You know what I mean? Um, but when I self-soothe and I self-regulate and and tap into my emotions, don't run from them, process them, allow myself to build this foundation within myself of peace, calm, 
um, love, you know, those kind of things. It helps me to process things that are happening on a totally different level because I'm not approaching it. I'm not allowing my pain necessarily to lead me in everything that I do. And the old Brie, pretty much every choice that I made was rooted in my pain. It was rooted in my trauma. It was rooted in my fear. I don't make those types of decisions in that way as often as I did in the past. Because I'm, I'm getting to a place where uh, scary emotions, hard emotions, um, or just things of that nature, they still come, obviously. I still deal with that, of course. However, there is just something within me that is building up over time that is allowing me to just process things in a different way than I would have in the past because I'm not living my life now with fear in the lead, with pain in the lead. Does that make sense? So self-soothing and being able to do that is super, super important, okay? And again, I'm talking about it now because it's the holidays and we're entering a new year, but this is like a year-round thing, please believe. This is a this is an all-the-time year-round thing. So what I would love for you to do, if you have not yet, is to make sure, sis, that you start your self-care kit, Okay? Start your self-care kit. Look, think, think about some ways that self-soothing would benefit you and the types of self-soothing that makes sense with you. I didn't mention breathing. That's another one. Definitely breathing. Or maybe I did. I don't recall. Maybe it was when I was talking about meditation and stillness time. I don't remember. But even breathing, that is something that I do that helps tremendously. Okay. Um, I can and so that's basically it for this conversation. If you have any questions, you can always email me at connectedbrowngirlselfcare.com. But one thing I wanted to say as I was wrapping up is that I again have been in this place of stillness. Hold on. I'm going to take a quick sip of my coffee. Mm. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> that coffee is hitting. Um what was I saying? So yeah, I am definitely, as I've mentioned in other episodes, in this place of stillness, in this place of quiet, in this place of surrender. And I am not rushing like I would in the past. I'm not rushing to have all the answers. I'm not rushing to figure out all the things. Like I'm in this place of just stillness and surrender and and really tuning my ear to God's word and, and what he wants the direction of my life to be and what he wants the direction of brown girl self-care to be that isn't something that i did in the past and that's why i had so many things with brown girl self-care that were kind of like a a try and a fail a try and a fail or or i would try to do all the things and they would just blow up and smoke you know what i mean (laughs) and i know that's just normal business stuff but a part of that is me just trying to be all the things and i'm not I'm not all the things and I don't know all the things. Um, and that's just what it is. So one of the one of the things that I do know that I want to start doing for 2023 at some point when it comes to the brown, like just brown girl self-care and the brown girl self-care podcast, I want to start having experts on the show that are going to help us continue our exploration of the basics okay because just like I am sharing what I've learned and I may um, have more knowledge in certain areas than you might um, right now 
again, since I'm not the expert and I want to open up my awareness, I want to have people come on that can take the conversations further so we can really dive deep as we continue to thrive and get out of struggle mode. So these will be like self-care basics, like how do you breathe? Why is it so important to breathe? Learn how to properly breathe. Um, I had written out a whole list, but they're going to talk about different pillars. Like, for example, budgeting our money, getting out of debt. Um, What else? Um, Learning how to properly eat. What vegetables are good for certain body types? What foods are good for inflammation? Um, You know, just just things like that. Those are the type of conversations I want to start having on Brown Girls Self-Care because I feel in my heart that they are going to help make the world of difference or it's going to just take take these conversations further if that makes sense so that is pretty much one thing that I know for sure in my spirit I'm getting a confirmation that it's time to go ahead and start doing that so 2023 is definitely going to bring some change and some growth with brown girl self-care and I'm really excited about that (sighs) yeah I'm really excited with the direction that you know, you and I are going on in this journey of self-care. So that's what I have for now. So that is it for this week's episode. Again, if you have any questions um, or if if you want to work with me one-on-one, you can always email me at connect at browngirlsselfcare.com. Again, that's connect at browngirlsselfcare.com. And also I want to say thank you so very much for your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read the latest reviews on the show, but I'm going to try my best to do so on the next episode so I can give someone a shout out. Because again, I definitely appreciate every single word of encouragement, every review, every rating, like all of that. It makes a difference. Plus, it helps um, with the show, getting more listeners uh, in our community to focus on on their self-care. So that's it for this week's episode. Um, Hopefully your Christmas shopping and Christmas tree putting upping, if that's what you're doing, is all going according to plan. If not, breathe, sis. It's going to be okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. All right. But that's it for this week's episode. Have an amazing week and I will see you next Monday.